part four chapter sixteen of a vital question or what is to be done by nikolai chernyshevsky translated by nathan haskell dole eighteen fifty two to nineteen thirty five and others this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part four chapter sixteen a year later the new union was in perfect running order both shops were closely connected one shop would give the other orders when there was slack work and the other had time to fill them a running account was kept between them their means proved sufficient to enable them to open a sale shop on the nevsky when once they had knit the bonds between them closer still the arrangement of this cost vira pavlovna and mertsalova a great deal of trouble although the two unions were friendly although one often gave receptions to the other although they often united for picnics out of town still the idea of the union of accounts of two different shops was a new idea of which it was necessary to give long and careful explanations however the benefit of having their own sales shop on the nevsky was evident and in a few months of labour in joining the two accounts vira pavlovna succeeded in accomplishing it on the nevsky appeared a new sign au bon travail magasin de nouveauté after this sale shop was opened the business began to increase more rapidly than before and the profits were much larger mertsalova and vira pavlovna already began to dream that in two years instead of two shops there would be four five and then soon ten and twenty three months after the sale shop was opened one of kirsdnof's friends or rather one of his acquaintances at the medical school came to him told him a great deal about his various medical experiences and still more about his wonderfully successful cures which were performed by laying across the chest and abdomen two small bags filled with crushed ice each of which was wrapped up in four napkins and at the conclusion of all he said that one of his acquaintances wanted to make kirsdnof's acquaintance kirsdnof granted his request it was pleasant acquaintance they talked about a good many subjects among others about the shop he explained that the shop was opened exclusively for mercantile purposes they talked about the sign of the shop whether it was a good thing to put upon the sign the word travail kirsdnof said that travail meant work and obon travail meant a shop that did good work they discussed the question whether it would not be better to put a proper name on instead of such a device kirsdnof said that his wife's russian name would cause a mercantile failure finally he devised the following expedient his wife's name was viera in french viera meant foi if on the sign could be put the words a la bon foi instead of the au bon travail would not that be sufficient there would be nothing suspicious about a shop of good faith and the kozyaika's name would still be on the sign after arguing the matter over they decided that it could be done kirsdnof with special eagerness turned the conversation to questions like this and he generally succeeded in obtaining his purpose so that when he returned home he was very well content with himself but at all events mertsalova and vira pavlovna considerably clipped the wings of their imaginations and they began to work hard to go ahead with their present enterprise thus after their superfluous enthusiasm about opening a good many shops had cooled down the sewing union and the sale shop still lived not developing with too great rapidity but rejoicing in the very fact of existence kirsdnof's new acquaintance continued to afford him much pleasure thus passed two years or more 
without any events of special importance. End of part four, chapter sixteen, recording by expatriate in Bangor, Maine.